Master Paps Podcast. My name is AJ, and with me every week is my pap, Pastor Dave Frazier. Yes, that sounds funny you calling me that. <laughs> my pap or Pastor Pap? No, or just, Pastor Dave. Just, uh, Dave. I know, yeah. Everybody calls me Pastor Dave at the church, but uh, you always call me Pap. So yep. either way. I like Pastor Pap. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know why we got that? <laughs> I actually had a. Uh, your your grandmother babysat this little girl, mm-hmm. and she heard the other kids, our grandkids, that Terry was right. babysitting, calling me Pap. But her parents That's told really me to call her. You know, she knew me as Pastor Dave at the church. <laughs> so somewhere in the way, it, get, it became Pastor Pap. And so there That's we go. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Pastor Pap. Well, Pastor Pap, I got yes. a question for you. Yes, sir. Where'd you get your shoes? Where'd I get my shoes? <laughs> These shoes are, I think, aren't they Skechers? Um, I think they are. They're Skechers. I, I think we bought them while I was on vacation. It, it was like a buy one, get one half price deal. Okay. And uh, I found um, I found these, uh, they're just whatever they are, what do you call those, loafers. And they've, they've been beat up pretty good by now, but uh, they're, uh, that's where I got them. How about you? Um, I got my shoes. They are what, what, looks like Toms. designer tennis shoes or something. No, they're uh, they are um, Toms, and I got them from the Stitch Fix. Have you ever heard of Stitch Fix? Stitch Fit Fix Fix Stitch Fix. That yep. sounds like you know where I take my clothes to get them sewn or something. It's like a it's like a subscription that you can sign up for, and it basically they like is an app on your phone, and you can like select. Uh, what what items you like, like what things that appeal to you, and then they send you a box with clothes in it, and then you can try it on and choose to buy it. And if you want to buy it, you you pay for it. If not, you send it back. It doesn't cost you anything. Huh, I need to look into that. It's pretty cool. All I got this these new technology. Yeah, of course, you would know all about it, Mister <laughs> IT guy. Here. You got a what? What's your degree in? You just graduated high school. I did. So about a year ago, I graduated with a degree in information systems. So that's business IT is what I tell people. Um, and from that, because us normal people can't understand what the other thing. Well, means, honestly, so. information—it's a weird sentence. It's, it's okay. in the school of business, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But uh, yeah, I just graduated from OSU, and it's exciting. Yeah, oh. AJ's my favorite oldest grandson. As most of you know already on the, on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to hammer that point hard. Like, people right. are going to know. That's right. That's right. He still plays band, plays in the band at Ohio State. I do. Tuba player, dude. Play sousaphone, and we, uh... Yeah, I keep saying tuba. It's, it's tuba, sousaphone. Honestly, that's one of the things that, like, so many people say. Uh, but I... It, either one works for me. It's a tuba. It's a sousaphone. I play them both. It works. Yeah, so you're going to dot the I next year. Yes, sir. Amen. Next year. Well, I'm going to cry. Just say no. <laughs> I'm going to cry probably. <laughs> <laughs> I cry seeing other people dot it as I anticipate you getting to dot uh, the I. I really do. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. I've been looking forward to it. So we're yeah. You know, it's. Wait, well, you know, we got an exciting podcast today. We do. We have a lot. We're we gonna interview today. We have an interview. We yes. have some some chuckles. No, no belly laughs, just the chuckles. Um, and then, of course, we got a great preacher feature. Oh, and I really like the sermon in the sack feature that we're yeah. Doing today. Um, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. Today we're doing sermon in a sack. <laughs> sermon in a sack. All right. <laughs> There's our sound effect. I thought I would turn the tables on AJ today because he just gives me these random objects. Oh, no. And so today, 
make it easy. Yeah. An easy object. Well, I know you've done this before on a mission trip, so I'm going to use an object you used before. Here it okay. is, a Rubik's Cube. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't know, I, I can solve a Rubik's Cube. Yes, um, he can do it, what, in a minute and a half or something 20, like that? 25 seconds. 25 seconds. my record. So a little bit more than 25 <laughs> seconds, but yeah. And with um, his toes, it takes a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> Rubik's Cubes are, are interesting, though. So uh, when you get a Rubik's Cube, it's in the box. It's brand new, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's solved. And it's designed the way the creator of the Rubik's Cube was intended for it, right? Okay, that's so, good. Yeah, so okay. it was it was put together. All the colors are in the right spot. But the moment you pull it out of the box and you start messing with it, it gets scrambled. They say it only takes like 20 moves and the Rubik's Cube is completely mixed up, wow. which is not very many. And, and I think it's very similar to um, our lives, right? Or, or the world even. when sure. When God created the world... Genesis talks about how it was perfect, right? It was, God saw it and saw that it was good, right? And then sin entered the world, right? We, we sinned. And when we sin in our lives, it becomes a mess. It's a mess. And there's no way that we can put it back together on our own. A lot of times I'll give my Rubik's cube to, to a friend or, or someone who's never seen one before. And, and they try to put it back together and it, they can't. Sometimes they can get a couple colors close, but they can't get it all together. And that's kind of what life is like when we try to solve our issues on our own and we can get things together and we can make it look good on the outside. You know, sometimes we might get the Rubik's Cube solved on one side. Right. I got the green side. Though, yeah, you got, the, you got yeah. the green side and you can show that off to people and hide all the other parts. Right. But like. The rest of the Rubik's Cube is still a mess. And that's yeah. what our lives are so often like. We can try to pretend and make things look good on the outside, but on the inside, our lives are still that's right. a mess. That's so good. And we do, we do, we put the face out there for everybody else to see. Like, we got it all together. Yeah. I mean, even now, you know, I don't have it all together still. Right. <laughs> uh, but at the same, you know, God's working on me. But as far as my, my, behavior, my attitudes, my motivation, God's still working on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Um, as you, as you solve the Rubik's cube and as you learn to solve the Rubik's cube, you get to a step and the step is you can't get past, you can't solve the Rubik's cube without solving this one step. Okay. And that step is to make a cross in the formation and you have to make a cross and I think that parallels super well with our lives, mm. right? Like we can't get past the mess without God, without knowing and trusting that Jesus has died on the cross for our sins. So and good. once you get past that step, then you can have a relationship with Christ. You can begin to restore how the Rubik's Cube was originally designed. And, and that's what God wants for, for us. That is so good, man. That'll, yeah. That'll preach. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you set me up easily. You knew that I, I had that one. So that was That's a, still good, though. So you, you create a cross on one side. and mm-hmm. doesn't matter which color, I guess. Yeah. Just, and then from there, you have to have that set up or nothing else is going to happen. Right, right. That is so interesting. Yeah. And then when it's all said and done, it's you, you get to pursue the design that God had in mind in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that? that's your completed Rubik's Cube. Well, that sounds like a gospel presentation. <laughs> well, there so you good. go. 
Excellent job. Man. Next week, we will be back to Pastor Pat doing the sermon in the sack. <laughs> so, <laughs> no worries. Know, you did such a good job. No worries I with that. I'm bring a sack next week and just see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe our viewers at home have some suggestions of sermons that they could do. If you have an object or something, you can send it to that email address, Pastor Pat's Podcast. And I only see those, and so I will get the object, and I will give it to Pat if you send us an object, or if you have a great idea, let us know what that object is, and and we can see what illustration. You haven't given me the password to that. Pastor Pat. No, I haven't. (laughs) So that's designed, don't go away. Okay. Yeah, so if you you have an object you want to submit (laughs) to our... Our guests, let us know. Pastor Paps Podcast at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Well, hey, one of our goals for the podcast is to have a little chuckle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have a little chuckle. <laughs> and we want to have some fun. So I think Pastor Pap has yeah. a church uh, chuckle. A church <laughs> chuckle here. You know, you don't have belly laughs in church very often. So it's just, it's just the ha 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 ha. Yeah, the church chuckle. The church chuckle. Yeah, because you know the preacher's sermons or just jokes are usually you know dad jokes. I, I, I feel like they're like one notch above a dad joke. Do you really? I, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Like you have your dad jokes, and you have one notch above that is pastor jokes, and then <laughs> and then you have mediocre humor, right? Yeah, right, oh, yeah. right. I got you. Well, anyway, today I just I, this has really happened, and if any pastors are listening, don't all pastor jokes start with that? This really <laughs> happened. This, this is a true story. This one really did happen. Uh, I used to, in our first church we had uh, just so much fun with. Uh, we didn't have children's church in those days, and so uh, how can I include the children? So we had what well, we called a children's sermon, and I would usually bring some kind of prop or something like that. And, Similar uh, to our sermon in the sack, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and we'd have the kids come up, and we would sit around, and I would tell them a story, or I would show them the object, and it would usually tie into the sermon somehow. Anyway, we we had fun with that, and I can't even remember what it was about. Uh, but I tell you, sometimes those kids would come up with some of the most embarrassing <laughs> things for their parents. You know? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It, it was it was so embarrassing. I could see these parents like on the edge <laughs> of their seat, nervous with what's the kid gonna say oh, about no. me? You know? Uh, like, I, I could just say, "What do you have for breakfast?" You know? And and you could see these moms <laughs> panicking. Anyway, we. Uh, um, one day we had the, the children's sermon and this really happened to me. It was just, I know it just struck me as funny. And, uh, if you were there, you probably would have laughed, <laughs> but, uh, we had the little children's sermon and I usually closed it with a prayer. And so i um, Lord bless these children and help us to grow in Christ and learn the, the, how to, how to function right in life and family and stuff like that. So I'm praying some kind of ser- uh, prayer. I get to in Jesus name. And I could feel the sneeze was coming right before that, you know, the sneeze was coming. And uh, I thought, well, I'll get through the amen and then I'll do, I'll grab my nose and be a quiet sneeze. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, really. It's like, okay, in Jesus name. <laughs> amen. <Yeah>. And uh, So I'm, the sneeze came from you, not the kids. It was my sneeze. That's right. It was all we were all me. waiting for one of the kids to do something funny. No, it was, no, it was on me. Yeah, it was great. And uh, the, I think uh, the guy in the sound room says, uh, I, I'm so, I, 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 I 
got to start taping these <laughs> because I missed that. And uh, if it was on video, of course, back then, they would have sent it to Funniest Home Videos, I think. Yeah, it probably would have gone, gone viral. On the... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. And it was kind of, it's a true story. It really happened. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. I don't know if any of the kids there got cooties from me or not. But, uh, <laughs> thankfully, there wasn't a coronavirus. Right, yeah. right. Well, that brings us to, um, speaking of little kids, we have a guest. Yes. We're going to try to call Evie Frazier. Um, yes. And Evie is... You might have noticed she has the same last name as me. She does. And you. Look at that. What a coincidence. Yes. She is uh, a precious 11-year-old girl. And uh, anyway, let's hear from her. Hey Evie, this is this is Pap. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Evie, how old are you? I am 11 years old. Evie is my favorite oldest granddaughter. Oh, I was I was nervous there for a second. That's right. And uh, Evie, uh, we had uh, five grandsons born before we had a granddaughter born, and Evie was our oldest granddaughter. So, how you doing, girl? I'm doing great. All right. Well, we're doing a podcast and we are taking questions from the audience and we thought we would take one from you. Do you have any questions for me that might be interesting to for people to hear? Don't How be do nervous. How do you make your hugs feel so good? How do I make my hugs feel so good? <laughs> well, I I think it might be the uh it might be the extra blubber. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Tell us about when you got saved. Well, I was about six years old, and uh, I went to the Creation Museum. Uh -huh. It's a museum in Louisville, Kentucky. And we walked through the Garden of Eden section, and I saw the serpent. And I'm like, dude, I'm a sinner. So then I go home, and I repent to Jesus. And, you know, that's how that happened. Yeah, and so God got your attention through that, huh? Yeah, he did. That's cool. You know, it's it seems like for most people, something happens that kind of gets your attention in a spiritual way, and then um, you start to ask questions. Is that who did you start to ask questions with? Uh, mostly my dad. He, you started asking your mom and dad those questions, and um, what happened next? Well, then when I'm nine year, when I was nine years old, I got baptized at my church. Okay. And that's cool. So, um, but you feel like you received the Lord in your life at a younger age and just got baptized later on. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. That's pretty cool. Hey, Evie, I got a question. This is AJ. What is your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do yeah. is write stories. Right now I'm write on a stories? book and it's about how to walk in Christ. And I'm going to pass it on to my, to my friend. I'm going to Tell them to do the same when they're done reading it. Yeah, I I saw a, a sneak peek of it, and uh, and I I want a copy of it. Can I get a copy of your book? Yeah, sure. I'll ask my dad to uh, copy it and send it to you. That would be amazing. Can I get a signed copy? Can you sign it for me? Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I can't believe. Yeah, cool. I've seen this little book she's writing, and it's how my walk with Christ, and she's just kind of putting some things in there that's been happening to her. 
And I'm thinking, here's my 11-year-old granddaughter who's <laughs> thinking like this. And I'm just so, uh, just so blessed by that, Miss Evie. Well, Evie, thanks for talking to us. We're, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon, all right? All right. All right. right. Have a great day. We love you, girl. Love you, too. Bye. Preacher, feature, open up them peepers. Teachers, seekers, time to get in the Word. Today's Preacher feature, we're going to talk about uh, how do you know you're saved? Uh, you know, I know people who were saved as children, some were saved as adults, and people question all that stuff. And um, I think it's an interesting. In my own life, I could say I probably w- I was saved at 19 years old. I received Jesus in my life when I was 19, repented of my sin, believed on Jesus, was baptized. And it probably took maybe a week and a half or mm-hmm. two where I started getting these things in my brain like, well, I wonder if I really meant it or I wonder if I'm really saved yeah. and that kind of thing. And I think, um, I think it's normal. I think it happens to people, but, um, mm-hmm. God anticipated that too. Yeah. And there's a book of the Bible that actually deals with that. And it's first John, first the book John. of first John, and not, I, not the first John, <laughs> not the gospel. One John. John. <laughs> one John. Yeah. If you're, if it's how you say that. It's all the way in the back, right? Yeah. All, almost revelation. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, he tells us why he wrote the book. He said, I wrote these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Mm. I think that's a, that's a powerful statement there. Yeah. He's, he's giving us the reason he wrote it. He gave us the reason in the Gospel of John, too, while he wrote that one. And it was so people would believe in him. As mm. This one he's saying, I wrote this book so that you would know... You have eternal life. And so as you look at First John, you're getting the answer to the question, how do you know you're saved? And so um, when I think of First John, um, I've noticed what's not talked about there. Oh, so it's like one of those things where you know, you, you look at what's not there and that can kind of help shape what I think so. Because what we tend to think is if someone says... Uh, I'm not sure I'm saved. We'll say, well, let's go back in time. Let's review what you did when you trusted, when you mm. prayed, when you, you know, what happened to you there? Did someone teach you this? Did you understand that? And um, there's nothing wrong with that part, but that's not what first John talks about. Okay. When John talks about how do you know you're saved? He talks about the here and now, what's mm. going on in your life now. And I think you can boil down first John into three major thoughts that he, he mentions he says, if you are saved, you're going to have a different kind of attitude about God, for one. You're going to have a different kind of attitude about God. You're not going to want to you know, run away from God, like Adam and Eve in the garden, hiding from God. You're going to want to move toward God. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a different spirit toward the Word of God, what God has said. You're going to have a different, a new attitude about this relationship with God. And, he, and then a second thing he says is you're going to have, if you're saved, there's a new attitude in you toward the people of God. Mm. And he goes on, he says, if you say you love God, but you, you hate your brother, the truth is not in you. I mean, it's, it's just as clear as it can be. And so the, there's a, there's a, a, a contemporary thing going on in your heart now. Do you have a love for God's people? Is there a desire to be with God's people? Are those the people you really want to hang out? People who know Jesus, 
who um, who follow Jesus? Are those the people you enjoy fellowshipping with or want to fellowship with? So there's a new attitude about God. There's a new attitude about uh, God's people. So the third one is a different attitude about sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of running towards sin, uh, we want to get away from right. it. Um, and uh, if we continue in sin and uh, there's not been a change in our life, he mm-hmm. tells us there that we need to, you know, we need to be, we need to examine ourselves. Paul actually says, examine yourself, see if you're in the faith, examine your heart. If you, if, if you can just run towards sin and kind of wallow in it, enjoy it and no problem, you probably need to check your salvation. God says we got a new nature. And so that new nature in us is going to want to avoid the pig pen, so to speak, of that right. old life and wants to embrace a new life. And so anyway, I think those are very clear things that are spelled out in First John. In fact, if someone's listening, struggling with doubts about their salvation, I would recommend you just read through mm-hmm. the book of First John and let the Holy Spirit talk to you about that as you're reading through. And at the end of that, you make that you you'll be able to make that determination. Have I truly been converted? Um, a lot of people don't know this, but your grandmother, my wonderful wife of forty some yeah. years, okay, forty seven <laughs> years coming up this year. Um, she was received Christ as a, at a young age, mm. was baptized at a young age. Uh, couldn't, couldn't remember all the details, but we had a, we had something happen as young adults when I, after I was saved and received Christ and started growing as a Christian, I, we had a friend who made the announcement one Sunday. I've never really been saved. And we thought, well, they're not saved. What about me? And right. so a lot of us started going through some self-examination. So your grandmother went through that too. As she went through that, one of the things that helped her to have confidence was the fact that when I step out of line, yeah, God lets me know. You right. know? Right. And, and, and the spirit within her gave bit more witness of the fact that she was a child of God and that she was stepping out of line was a, an, a, another awareness that First John talks about. If you just keep on sinning and it doesn't bother you, mm-hmm. uh, you need to check your salvation. So um, that's, uh, anyway, I thought I'd put that out there yeah. for days for folks to consider. What would, what would you say, like, if someone's going through that and then they realize, like, man, I, I am sinning and I'm okay with that. Right. Like, what, what does that mean for them? And maybe it's somebody who has grown up in church and has gone yeah. through that. And it's like, now, like, how, how what, what would you recommend to them? And, like, how would they... Well, you know, there's a lot of things to think about, but uh, the first thing I would probably go to is if, if doubts about your salvation are connected to that, we better, we better nail that down first, you know? And I can remember talking with a fellow years ago who's, who was in that situation. Mm -hmm. And as we sat there, I said, well, (laughs) I said, well, do you mind if I just share something with you? And he said, sure. So I shared the gospel. I just went through. God has a purpose for your life. He loves you. He wants to give you eternal life. We've all sinned and come short of God's glory and wages of sin is death and those kind of things. And I said, but God saw our need. He's a holy and righteous God. He judges sin, but he saw our need. And so he sent his son to die on a cross for us. And out of his compassion and love, God became a man, died on a cross, rose from the dead. And then we must respond to that in repentance and faith and surrender to him as our Lord. And I said, um, does that make sense? He said, yes. And I said, well, um, 
is there anything keeping you from nailing that down today? He said, no. And I said, well, I know you said something, you know, you said maybe you were saved as a kid at a, you know, one of those massive invitations of VBS, right? Right. That they used to do. And he said, uh, I said, but what if we just, what if I led you in a prayer right now? Would you be okay with that? And, you know, God knows your heart, um, whether or not you were truly saved or not as a kid. Uh, why don't we just nail that down and say, Lord, I don't know. But I'd like mm-hmm. to know right now. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you? And he said, yeah. So mm-hmm. I just led him in a prayer. I said, you repeat after me. And he said, Lord, I'm a, I'm a sinner. I don't know if I was saved before, but today I want to be saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, come into my life, Lord Jesus. I believe what you did on the cross was for me. And I, I believe in you. I repent of my sin. I put my trust in you. And um, after he prayed that prayer, I prayed, thank God for his decision. And mm-hmm. And um, then I said, uh, what do you think? I mean, do you think that you were saved as a kid or do you think? And he just stopped me before I could finish my sentence and said, I was saved right here now. And I mm-hmm. said, well, the next step then, you should be baptized because baptism always follows salvation in the Bible, does it? It doesn't come before salvation. Scripture, right. biblical Christian baptism follows the decision to be saved. Right. And he was baptized in our church Awesome. A couple Sundays later, That's I think, awesome. and, uh, That's yeah, awesome. and and had assurance of that. And I, I could tell another story about that, but I don't think we have time on the podcast for it. Right, but I think that's that's super important. Like if if you are going through that and and realize, like just to 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 have that self examination and realize, like you know, am I truly saved? If if you're yeah. having those doubts, I like you said, for Sean is a great place yeah. to. The, the devil's not going to put that thought in your mind, right? So it has to be from someplace. And and remember, uh, it's always about the relationship. Mm. Sometimes God brings these little things in our mind and this little, you know, maybe an emotion even of doubt. Um, and what is he doing when he allows that to happen? It's always about the relationship. He just wants you to deepen that. He wants you to nail it down. He wants you to be confident Mm -hmm. of it as you're moving forward. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, that concludes our podcast. We hope that you had a blast with this one. Um, I mean, it's been uh, fun to to record these, hasn't (laughs) it? Yeah. Been a little more serious than some of the others, but it's good. (laughs) It's it's good, though. I mean, and, and that's what... But we're here to yeah. have some fun. Move people a little closer. Absolutely. And have fun while we're doing it. Yep. I think we did that today. I hope so. So, hey, tell us what you liked. Um, leave us that five-star review. We want to uh, to read one of those reviews on our on our sermon yeah, podcast. We want to do that. We want yeah. a sermon podcast. We want to read one of those five-star reviews. So go ahead and, and write those in. And uh, we look forward to... We might our, read it on the next podcast. We might read it on the next podcast. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for for listening, guys. And as always, um, enjoy. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. That's all good. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.